Hey, this is JT. Welcome to another episode of The Critical Thought. This episode actually is based on a conversation I had with someone that took us back to the annual meeting. You see, two of my favorite subjects were being discussed. One, numbers don't lie, but you can lie with numbers. And two, nobody does hypocrisy quite like the Watchtower. Let's get started. You're listening to The Critical Thought, where we challenge our listeners to use critical thinking when examining the teachings of Jehovah's Witnesses. At the annual meeting, they announced the release of a new publication. The purpose of this publication was to replace all other study aids when it comes to conducting Bible studies. And what does that mean? That means all the other books that were used to conduct Bible studies are now heading to the trash. Now take a look at all of the previous study aids that the society has used. They're either already in the trash or they're heading to the trash. Let God be true. 18,400,000. What can the Bible teach us? 61 million. You can live forever in paradise on earth. 81,100,000. Knowledge that leads to everlasting life. 100,900,000. The truth that leads to eternal life. 107,300,000. What does the Bible really teach? 299,000,000. So when you take a look at the number of books printed, the combined number of all six publications is 660,700,000 copies. Is it not amazing that you have a Bible that's used for over thousands and thousands of years and yet the society's publications are only good for 10 to 15 years? It's almost like their date stamp, like a gallon of milk. A member of the governing body willing to explain why they're doing this revamping process, of getting rid of all of the books that they've been using for so many years to start using this new publication. Notice what David Splain says about the Bible study arrangement. Now, when it comes to reporting Bible studies, we're doing very well. Worldwide, we're reporting about 10 million Bible studies. In many cases, more than one person is sitting in on that study. So it could be that between 12 and 15 million people are studying the Bible with us. Well, every year between 200 and 300,000 people are baptized. So you can see that the make disciples part is lagging behind. This trend has been a concern of the governing bodies for a number of years. Why is it that so many people are not taking a stand for the truth? Now that is a mouthful. First he says that our Bible studies, we're doing okay. Now let's just stop right there and think about how Bible studies are counted. You see, he said that we have about 10 million Bible studies. Throw in a few extra people who are probably attending the Bible studies and it goes up to what? 15 million people are studying the Bible. Well, I want to give you an example of what happens oftentimes when elders and ministerial servants are meeting with the circuit overseer. This is a personal experience that I had. We had a new circuit overseer. All the ministerial servants, all the elders were all in the room, about five or six elders, seven or eight ministerial servants. The circuit overseer says, by a show of hands, how many of you are actually conducting Bible studies? 
And everyone raised their hand almost. You look around, you can see everybody was real proud. I'm conducting the Bible studies. I'm conducting the Bible study. And you can see everyone raise their hand. They were smiling. He said, now keep your hands up. He says, you know, how many of you conducting a Bible study minus your family study? And all of a sudden, the hands started going down. When everything was said and done, we had maybe four or five elders and ministerial servants combined who were conducting Bible studies of people in the actual field. He says, you know, we have about 90 publishers in this congregation and we're conducting 52 Bible studies. When I take away just the Bible studies of families, I'm left pulling out 35 Bible studies. That means that there are only 17 Bible studies that's being conducted out in the field. You have two pioneers They're all conducting a total of six Bible studies. So all of a sudden, those 17 Bible studies, you're down to 11. Congregation of 90 publishers only conducting about 11 Bible studies with people in the field. People who someone has actually knocked on their door. You see, we often talk about how the society takes numbers and they play with them to give an illusion of something that really does not exist. You see, at one time, you could not count a family Bible study. The service department, in an effort to increase the count of Bible studies, they made an announcement in the kingdom ministry that you now can count the home Bible study as a regular Bible study, one hour a week, one return visit, which means the father or the head of the house would get four hours and four return visits. Not only did that happen, but a little later on, the society came back to make the numbers better for time and Bible studies because they're always interested in how can we increase the numbers. And really, there's no increase in activity because that's the illusion that it gives. The society came back and says, you know, if both husband and wife are on the family study, they both can count time now. So you have two people sitting on the same Bible study counting two hours. That family now has eight hours and nobody has knocked on one door. No activity has actually increased, but because they've changed the method of how they count the time, how they count the Bible study, all of a sudden it looks like activity has increased. Well, David Splain made the point that we're okay on Bible studies, but then he went to the heart of the matter as to what the problem is. He says, yeah, we're conducting Bible studies, but not enough people are getting baptized. He says, this has been a trend for years. The Bible studies are simply not coming to fruition. You know, I remember someone called me up a few years back. He says, JT, you will not believe what happened at the assembly hall today. They said, here at the assembly hall, doing the baptismal talk, when the brother had finished giving the baptism talk. And now it's time for people to stand up and take the questions. There was nobody to stand up. Nobody got baptized. You see, six months of all this activity, as you see, literally hundreds of millions of books being placed. As the Bible says, the making of many books, there is no end. The Watchtower is doing a lot of work, but they're not getting any type of results. And that's what is happening now. 
Without Bible studies getting baptized, that means you're not going to have new pioneers. That means you're not going to have new ministerial servants. You're not going to have new elders. This is the type of internal problem that this organization is starting to have. And the numbers, despite how they try to dress them up, the end result speaks for itself. When you produce over 660 million books that are designed to conduct family home Bible studies, and this is a result that you have, that is very sad. In 1998, there was a little over 5 million Jehovah's Witnesses out there knocking on doors to the tune of just a little over a billion hours a year. At the end of the year in 1998, almost 400,000 people got baptized. Over 20 years later, 8 million people knocking on doors to the tune of over 2 billion hours. And they can barely get over 200, maybe 300,000 people are getting baptized. This is the type of thing that demonstrates what happens when you are setting up all of these man-made systems of counting time and counting Bible studies. You know, I made the point earlier that this discussion that we had the other day, it involves two of my favorite topics when it comes to the Watchtower how they use numbers, and numbers don't lie, but you can lie with numbers. But also how the, nobody does hypocrisy like the Watchtower. You see, the Watchtower speaks literally out both sides of its mouth. Let me give you an example of how that takes place. Every Jehovah's Witness who is watching this video knows that when the circuit overseer comes to the congregation, he always talks about the need for more Bible studies, more Bible studies. Why? Because more Bible studies is for the purpose of having people become baptized Jehovah's Witnesses. But you know, witnesses, they literally speak out both sides of their mouth. The circuit overseer just pounds this in over and over, speaker after speaker. We need more Bible studies. We need to conduct more Bible studies, leading these people to baptism. Everybody knows that is the entire purpose of conducting a home Bible study. That is why the society is revamping its entire Bible study program. They blame the friends. You're not conducting this study right. You introduced this point too early or you didn't introduce this point early enough. They blame the friends for not being able to get people baptized. They never stop to think or to say, maybe it's the material that we have is the reason why people are not getting baptized. With the internet, people, while they're starting to study, they now can look up things on Jehovah's Witnesses and they end up stopping their studies. Because now, because of the flow of information, people now are not ignorant about this organization. You know, it's interesting how the Watchtower literally speaks out both sides of its mouth. How does it do that? Let me give you just a simple example. The Watchtower has a public face answer and they have an internal face answer. When the circuit overseers hear all they talk about is starting Bible studies for the purpose of leading people to dedication and baptism. When you have an organization that is dishonest, you get those types of results that the organization is getting now. If a Jehovah's Witness is asked on the street or at the door, 
Am I expected to become one of Jehovah's Witnesses if I accept that free home Bible study? What do you think the Jehovah's Witness would say? Well, you don't have to guess. The Jehovah's Witness will say, go to JW.org. And when he goes to JW.org, what would this person see in regards to that question? Let's take a look. When you visit JW.org about us and go to Frequently Asked Questions, the question is, am I expected to become one of Jehovah's Witnesses if I study the Bible with them? And their response is, no, you are not obligated in any way. Millions enjoy our Bible study program without becoming Jehovah's Witnesses. The purpose of the program is to show you what the Bible teaches. What you decide to do with that knowledge is up to you. We recognize that faith is a personal matter. Throughout JW.org, you will find various locations where this question is asked in some type of frequently asked question. Am I expected to become one of Jehovah's Witnesses if I study? And repeatedly, the organization says, no, no, no. But we all know that's not true. Why do we know it's not true? Because Jehovah's Witnesses have a term that they use. It's called a progressive Bible study. You see, the average non-witness, the average person studying with Jehovah's Witnesses have no idea that witnesses have a word or phrase that's called progressive Bible study. You see, not only should they ask the question, am I expected to become one of Jehovah's Witnesses? They should also ask, what is your definition of a progressive Bible study? And then you will find out exactly, yes, we do want you to become one of Jehovah's Witnesses. I've put this to the test. I've actually asked witnesses, knock on the door. And I've asked them, no, are you guys out recruiting today? The answer is no. Are you guys out looking for new members? No. Are you guys out looking for new converts? And the answer is always no. And every time I've talked to one of Jehovah's Witnesses and I've asked those series of type of questions and they sit there and they say, no, 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 no. I always say, well, that's interesting because I thought Jesus says to go out and make disciples, <laughs> which means persons would be converting from whatever faith they are to Christianity. You see, Jehovah's Witnesses, they literally are the masters of hypocrisy. They take numbers and they make them give the illusion or the narrative oftentimes that does not even exist. So, of course, the big question is, Will all of this new revamping, introducing of new publications, even if they're interactive, will it result in more people becoming Jehovah's Witnesses? The people whose homes Jehovah's Witnesses are knocking on doors and sending letters to today, they're not the same people as it was years ago. Today, people are more informed. People are more open to looking for information. Everyone either goes to Yelp, Google, and search engines because they want to know more information. And so the tools are here and people are using them. We get letters, we get comments, we get emails of people who are literally using these basic tools to do the type of research, unfortunately, that many of us, many of our parents didn't get the chance to do. So time will tell if once again, we'll see another publication 
in a few years heading to the trash heap. This has been JT, and thank you for being in our audience. Hey, this is Lady C. Thank you for tuning in to The Critical Thought. We appreciate having you in our audience. Not only that, but we invite you to subscribe to our channel and be sure to hit that bell so that you can receive notifications when we upload new content. Be sure to follow us on Facebook and Twitter and give us a thumbs up if you like this video. Thank you for being in our audience. This program was sponsored by Critical Thinkers.